Welcome to my so-called opera life, a podcast for opera singers by opera singers, where we work to connect, inform, empower, and inspire musicians at all levels and stages of their career. Each episode, we'll explore a piece of the never-ending puzzle of the so-called opera life, humble brags and therapeutic complaints, as well as practical information about how this business works. Each piece helping you on your journey towards success, which we believe should really mean happiness. I'm Marcel. And I'm Elise. And we're two sopranos trying to live our best so-called opera lives. Yay! We're back. We're so excited to be back. We've been working really hard to update the website and get our Patreon and... We have a Patreon now. Yay, we have a Patreon. You'll be hearing about it at the end of every episode. What I love about our Patreon is that it's um, everything that we're offering is about like building a community. So um, the, the most simple thing you can do is our shout out, which will put some of your, whatever information you're interested in, like your website, who you are, what you do on our sponsor page um, so that people can find out more about you. And uh, they go all the way up to having a private chat with us um, to talk about ideas or whatever's issues. on your mind. Yeah, whatever. Just say hi to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we tried to keep it super affordable because we all know that we're in this together. And um, as always, the podcast itself will be free. But we have some fun little things that you can get if you subscribe as a patron, a patron on Patreon. Yeah, we've been working on our content and gearing up for season two so um well do we want to talk about the elephant in the room <laughs> yeah as we're gearing up for season two which we have always been scheduled to release in um at this time at the end of march um then we got corona good oh i did no i didn't get corona <laughs> <laughs> no one has coronavirus here we are practicing social distancing as we record this yes uh but it is quarantine o'clock um and the times are certainly very uncertain and lots of anxiety and people are afraid and even if you're optimistic um, I think there's still a lot of, um, stuff that we're unsure about and yeah. people are worried. People, we're all really worried. Yeah. So we wanted to start with how this is affecting us and, um, then take it to what we found when we're uh, preparing for this episode and trying to figure out ways to help each other as a community. Right. So personally for me, it's affected my my body, <laughs> my nervous system. <laughs> um, I know that like everyone that I've talked to, it just even if you feel like financially okay, it's definitely going to affect all of us financially, regardless of what your job is. It's going to have some impact on that. Um, luckily, I already teach online lessons. Uh, I already do voiceover. And I run my own business, so it makes, you know, decisions hard, like whether or not you're going to teach privately and things, um, but I am fortunate enough to have a lot of things that are already online. So they are being affected, but they will continue, um, and they will continue to grow, and I've worked with For Opera Philadelphia doing the teaching artist, um, right. as a teaching artist, and... Uh, they're looking at creating online content for kids. So I think what this has done is open some people's eyes to who were maybe not 
you know, for whatever reason, looking into it in the past for ways to connect online and stuff. And um, especially opera doesn't always, you know, look at the, the online content as something that they're interested in doing. So I think that this hopefully encourages singers and companies to reach out to people who they maybe weren't reaching out to before. Right, how to engage. So culturally, we're so much online, and I think that is like the biggest failing of the industry in general right now is just that we don't, we're not really good at leveraging our online presences in order to reach an audience that otherwise wouldn't see us. Yeah. Um, so that that is a nice silver lining if yeah. we figure out how to do it right. So how about you? Things are a little different um, for me. All of my teaching was in-person teaching. I've never taught lessons online, so um, I'm definitely going through the adjustment period of like making sure I have the right equipment and getting the setup so that when I transition the handful of students that have expressed an interest in wanting to continue online, um, you know, that I can do that in the best way possible for them. And, uh, you know, but like I certainly like... In general, I'm an anxious person. <laughs> and so this is not making my anxiety uh, any less. It certainly ramped it up a little bit more, which makes doing exactly this, like having to figure out how to get my students online, all that stuff, feel way more overwhelming than I know than yeah. it, that it is in reality. Mm-hmm. But because my anxiety level is just so high, it feels so overwhelming. Yep. Um. So I'm just making lists and breaking them down into tiny steps and doing one little thing at a time as I can and giving myself permission to take breaks as I need to so that I don't feel like, um, you know, biggest cue for me is when I start to get a little short of breath, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just sitting at my desk. (laughs) And then one side of my brain is like, oh no, is this a coronavirus symptom? And it's like, no, this is just your anxiety and you're fine. I know. (laughs) And I can like feel that. I've had uh, conversations personally with a lot of artists, friends, and even you walking in the room today, like, even though we know it's all okay, like, I feel that anxiety, like, and not just, you know, from you or whatever, I have it too, but like, you feel that energy, and it's, it's hard. I have been on Facebook and Instagram, um, really for the podcast, and it was like affecting me so much, I just had to like, save these posts, and then just on one day, just sit down and and sift through it all, and just try to manage it because there's just so many people on these, on forums and, and looking for, looking for support online. Um, right. And props to the moderators of these, like, of these Facebook groups. Right. That takes a lot of emotional energy. That are trying to also help be it, help it manage it because everybody's trying to help each other, which is wonderful. Right. And that's what I've noticed is everybody's looking for help. Everybody's looking for resources. So we created a blog post with a bunch of resources for you to sift through and uh, keep in mind that these are not things that are going to be fixed like overnight. Right, right. No, there's going to be there's going to be a learning curve and it's going to take a little time. You know, right as of right now, my church work, I think, is all on hold, which is the majority of my income. Mm -hmm. I am privileged in that I have a a partner who has a stable nine to five and he's an IT so he can work from home. And so um, like his income's not going to be affected and he is <laughs> by far the majority income provider <laughs> for our household. So financially we're, I'm going to be okay, you know, but like I cantered mass at the cathedral on Sunday morning, um, and we live streamed it. It's still online. If anyone uh, would like to listen in, it's on Archbishop Nelson Perez's Facebook page. 
and we didn't have any of our volunteers come in. It was just the staff singers that we could, you know, be a little safer. A lot of our volunteers are older. We didn't want to unnecessarily expose them if we could help it. And, uh, you know, I think we all really struggled to sing that last, the last hymn of the mass, like the whole mass was so beautiful. Like singing together was such a wonderful experience and the mass was so beautifully said and it was like just this beautiful calm thing and then um singing the last hymn I think it all hit us that like this might be the last time we're singing together for a long while for a little while Mm -hmm. you know and that's like one really sad I thrive on uncertainty but I also enjoy like my little currents of like stable weekly things and to like not have that Mm -hmm. for a little while coming up is um yeah, it's hard. It's just hard. It's really hard. Yeah, um, definitely. We, again, have the, the resources page on our website, but we also could mention a few um, resources here, in particular, um, what artists are doing to support each other. Yeah. There are a ton of companies that are trying to pay their artists for whatever they can. Even small artist companies like Del Arte is trying to pay 50% of whatever their artist fee was. It's amazing. It's amazing. Kudos to all of you. You guys are the good people in all of this. There are also relief funds that are being put into place or have already been in place that I think a positive is that hopefully they can help you in this time, but bookmark them for the future because you know, this is a, this is a crazy circumstance. Right. Um, but things happen all the time. And I think there are so many resources out there for artists that we're not even aware of. That we're not aware of. Right. And some of them, and I tried to highlight on the, on the blog post are always there. For example, there's, um, the musicians fund music. Wait, what is it called? Uh, let's see the, oh, I had it. Musicians Foundation. The Musicians Foundation is an example of one that's been around since um, 1914. Yeah. There's also the CERF Plus. I don't know what they say. Surf. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's um, relief for artists that's around all the time. Um, and then there's people that are doing things just for this particular um, crisis. Right. Bear Opera is accepting applications for any contracts that you've lost um, to try to pay for those. What was the one that you were telling me about? Oh, the Artistry. The Artistry Fund beautifully dovetailed uh, Joyce DiDonato. Um, her performances of Verter got canceled at the Met, so she live-streamed excerpts from Verter with her castmates um, and members of the orchestra from her apartment in order to raise money for that fund so that, you know, the other freelance artists working in our field can get, makes at least a little bit of financial support during this time. Yep. So look through these, not only for the immediate need, but also for the future need. would like to talk about some ideas for specifically how you we can use their time right and uh, both financially and otherwise for example grants using this opportunity that we have at home without any immediate need for practice of your upcoming you know orchestra <laughs> gig right symphony gig or whatever um 
we can actually take time to think more long term. So right. um, looking at these relief, release, relief and support um, systems that are in place, there are a bunch of grants available that take time to plan for, but using this opportunity to look for potential performances you can do in the future or right. ways you can use grants to serve the community. Right. And even outside of that, as a, um, this came up in another group I was talking with yesterday, um, if you specifically are not looking for grants, um, but are good at grants and or copywriting, there are plenty of organizations that um, like even if they have the time, that's not the thing they want to be spending time doing. You could offer to write their grants for them to, for pay. Yeah. Um, and there were plenty of people in that group. It was a group full of, uh, all different kinds of musicians, symphonic musicians, people who are arts admin that were like, yes, please. Like yeah. I would hire, I would, I would pay you to write, yeah. write grants for us. I definitely think that this is an opportunity to look outside of ourselves a little bit in a way that will help us personally, but artists feel alone and they feel like they have to like wait for things to come to them and almost to the point of like not being able to reach out and help someone. And right. I've talked so many times about, you know, just saying to someone like, I'm here for you. Yeah, that's great. That's a great way to help someone. But it, it takes time like to really like think like, how can I be helped right now? You know, right. and right. using this opportunity to build a, a network that you can you know, have support from, right. you can write grants for each other. What can you do to, I've seen Matt Mezzano is like, I think highlighting and other artists too, right. highlighting some of people's side gigs. Right. People are ramping up their posts and what they offer. Right. Um, so it's more clear to, to people that are looking for things. Right. So all that stuff is, is great. Right. Well, and even, um, you know, there's been, <laughs> Even with no gigs come up, like it, it, I think it's important to remember that um, you know practicing regularly is is a is a ritual in and of itself too. Mm -hmm. That's important to um, continue just for your own sanity. But that also can be a thing that helps other people. Um, there have been some really great things on the internet that I've seen where people are using their regular practice as a way to be like create community online. Yes, as well. Um, one of the first things I came across actually through my voice studio. My one teacher, she was awesome, and she's setting up a weekly Zoom call for the entire studio to just check in mm. and say hi and feel connected to a studio. Friends, just do that. Yeah. Get on a Discord channel and, like, schedule time to hang out with your friends even on a Discord channel. It felt like being in person. Yeah. And it was really great. My friend and I just, like, I called her and... We figured out what we needed to do, and then we just stayed on the phone without saying anything. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm looking this up. What are you doing? I'm looking this. Like, we're just being buddies right now. <laughs> it works. Technology's awesome. But anyway, we digress. Um, one of the things that I was um, made, one of the first things I found out about was that the artists um, who work at us uh, in Sleep No More at the McKittrick Hotel in New York City, which is a mm. uh, like immersive theater yeah. performance of Macbeth. Um, now that they're all laid off, um, they have an Instagram account. We will link it on the in the blog post as well. Uh, it's movement underscore four underscore hope. And all like every day throughout the day, the artists from there are doing like little mini IGTV videos, um, doing like movement based breathing, dance, yoga, like just anything to keep us a little more connected and to keep our bodies moving because we're going to be doing a lot of sitting around. Yes. Um, and it's really, really been a great thing. I've loved it. It's already 
I can tell have been helping with my anxiety a lot. Yeah, no, it's 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 so good to to look for these things and again connect and I think this is something I I hope that it's something that we'll continue to do even even when this chaos ends. Right. We have, there's also been um, people online doing a 24 Aria, the Italian Aria yes. challenge, <laughs> doing one of them every day. I'm going to try and revamp my 100 Days of Marchese and use like a randomizer to pick a random number and do a Marchese episode and post that yeah. every day. You know, just because that regularity is really, really helpful. But also a lot of people are going to be wasting a lot of time online at this point And it's, it's always interesting to think about that in times of crisis or snow days or this, you know, what is the first thing we do when we're stuck at home? We, we read books, we go to Netflix, we go to the arts, arts yeah. we go to the arts. So this is like an opportunity, I think, for us as artists too to remember, to touch base with like why we do what we do as well. And I've always been fascinated by the fact that like as artists, we, we want to like, we're doing it for people but because of the way the system is set up, we like lose that so much. And we just like sing what someone else tells us to sing because that's where we get our job. And we like, we lose that direct connection to our audience. Right. And this is a way to reconnect with people, with your, with your actual real audience and, right. and see, get, you know, get ideas and get creative about ways you can, you can reach them, whether it be now or for the future. Right. Well, and even for yourself, I mean, you could take this as an opportunity to take a take a step back and look at what you've been doing and what you've been planning on doing and like, does that actually serve what I want to do mm -hmm. as an artist to revamp? Um, and, you know, even if you haven't had had up upcoming work, there are a lot of pianists um, out there who will do uh, per uh, practice tracks. Um, Lori Rogers in particular is, um, she will like record whole roles for you. So mm -hmm. I know that in this time, I'm definitely going to take advantage of her services and actually probably have her record all of Adina for me mm -hmm. um, because that's a role that I've been meaning to get under my belt, but I've been like literally so busy with my other yeah. work that like prioritizing, just learning that role to know it hasn't been able yeah, to be spent with something I could do. And uh, well, a little thing that you can do is build something into your routine, like with the practicing um, right. or with anything that you maybe have always wanted to be a part of your routine, but yeah, you just don't have time. Now it's like, 28 days to build a routine, 28 days stuck at home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wanted to get that yoga practice going, do it, or meditation, or, you know, practicing on a regular basis even. Right. So many of us don't warm up on a regular because we are, like, too busy right. <laughs> to do it. I know. The other ideas that I've seen include, I'm sure we've all seen seen it as well, streaming live streaming right of course you could live stream an event you were already planning on doing um but there's been a few other ideas as well um there was someone um Kristen Lawler Kristen Lawler okay um she did a living room recital and um she is looking at making it accessible to people in retirement homes and nursing homes and assisted living facilities yeah um, and making it maybe a little bit of a series. Right. And I've seen other pianists doing things on like Instagram and having you Venmo them. I'm going to be looking into re doing some recordings, right. um, and at least maybe releasing some of recordings that I have. Right. And people want to help artists too. So I think it's a good time to put yourself out there. Right. You know, ask for what you want and you may wind up getting it. 
Right, right. <laughs> and if you're in a position where you're like, I can't afford to have a piano or play, pay a pianist to record a track for me or whatever, um, it's worth putting out there that App Companist mm-hmm. um, during this is um, giving a 30-day free trial of their unlimited subscription um, to both their musical theater and their classical music catalog. Um, so you could literally hold a living room concert by yourself using the App Companist recordings um, and live stream that too. Um, so there's definitely a lot of resources out there that are being really wonderful and extending their free trial periods and yes, yeah, know, so that we can continue to work. If it's something that you want to do to explore um, ways to create content online, things you can do remotely, it's worth exploring it now. It's worth looking into it. I think it's really important as an artist if you want to continue a freelance lifestyle. Right. Um, to have things that you can do remotely. So I guarantee everybody has something that they can offer the community or a community um, remotely. Right. Um, I mean, Dane Suarez was doing beautiful press kits earlier this year. Like, let's all Um, all overwhelm him with press kit work. (laughs) Exactly. Jessica is... uh, doing um fitness things you know people we have we've featured people that make jewelry or make um you know nails for queens and yeah um there's so many things i'm gonna keep bugging elise about how to help me get started with voiceover work yeah (laughs) so definitely i think that we should um talk briefly since we have so many teachers about the online teaching just like a quick rundown I could give um of teaching I know there's so many resources out there and there's so many posts again it's like overwhelming which is great because it means that most of the questions you have are are answerable because people are asking the same questions right the first thing I want to say I guess is like just go for it. And I, you know, so many of my friends, which is a great quality, like they want to research it and what do I need to do? And you need to be set up. Yes. But how many selfies and, you know, FaceTime chats have we done? And and it's, it's just going to take a little bit of just finagling to fit whatever you're teaching, you know, is whatever teaching needs you have. But, um, I have a, I use my computer. I put it on a music stand so that I can tilt it and raise it or lower it very quickly. I personally plug into Ethernet and I think with everybody on the internet, um, it's definitely not a bad idea if you're able to use Ethernet. Right, unless other people in your house are not using your Wi-Fi. Then it's fine. But even for me, I have like the highest Wi-Fi streaming and And it's it's still crappy. So I just plug in every time now. I use Zoom, which I think from everything I've been reading, everybody is is in agreement that Zoom is the is the most effective right platform. Yeah, I think my only concern for Zoom right now is just that everyone's going to be moving to it, I think. So it might get overwhelmed. I will say my backup solution, because these channels are set up for it already, is to have like huge amounts of people doing lots of bandwidth streaming is um, the Discord and the, and the Twitch servers. I don't know. So they're all the so they're they are the servers that the online gamers use to stream their video game playing. So that these are these are literally internet servers that are used to having literally hundreds of thousands of people streaming. Discord, you just download the app. Discord app? The Discord app and it's free. You can have it on your laptop, you can have it on your mobile phone. Good idea. You can do video chats through a Discord server. I'm I don't personally use Twitch, um, but that's also a really great 
option just because like for them on their back end, like the infrastructure is set up to hold a lot of people. That's great. Yeah. Then I use a separate webcam. Uh, That way I can pick it up and move it if I ever need to. I usually don't. Um, But the quality is also better, I think, even if it's like my webcam was like $35. Yeah. And then I have a, I have a separate microphone, which you don't need, um, but just, again, makes the quality better if you happen to have one. A lot of these things I feel like artists have because right. of the nature of our jobs. Right. Right. Though, if you don't, I did watch a webinar yesterday um, where they were literally just using the onboard laptop stuff or the onboard iPhone stuff. At this point with the new camera, like my, I have the, yeah, the iPhone 11, iPhone. like the new iPhone cameras are crazy good. Yeah. You know, and honestly... Or do you use headphones when you teach online? So that, that I, I use headphones, but sometimes I unplug them. Like, I don't use them for the whole lesson exclusively, but okay. I think they, for whatever reason, they help you hear sometimes better. But I constantly am taking them on and off. Okay. There was, in the webinar I watched yesterday, a note that if you can, in the app you're using to turn off the auto adjust settings for the volume. Yeah. Cause then, cause it, cause all the, if you have that setting on, it's already trying to filter out like small particular noise on the outside, which also means though that it's going to flatten the sound of your actual students singing or right. playing and you want to hear the nuance in their playing. So if you turn that off, you're going to have a better yeah. sense of what they're actually doing. And then really lastly, like, I think that we, like distrust, I guess, the the screens for whatever reason. Mm. Um, but at the same time, like I've always found in my lessons, like even if the quality, because whatever quality you have, right, you can't guarantee it on the other person's right. end. Right. And you want the barrier, I feel, to be to be minimal in terms right. of what they need. I have right. students that use their iPhones and yeah. they get just as quality of a lesson as anyone else. You will you will see, you will be able to talk and you'll be able to hear what you need to hear. I mean, right. we are professionals, singers and, and musicians, and you can see if a person's breathing. You know, right. you can, even if you don't hear the high note, you can see you see what's going on more than anything else. And you can hear maybe a break, like in a place that sounds weird, or you can, I get, sometimes I get an inkling. I'm like, are you lifting the pedal at this point mm-hmm. or at this point? And mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, like your ears work, you know, and our ears work really well. Right. Right. Well, and the other thing too is like the, it's going to be different from an in-person lesson and that's okay. And it's also an opportunity for your students to practice some other skills in terms of like being a little bit more independent. independent. It's so valuable for them and it's so insightful. Um, I started doing more online lessons a few years ago when I was traveling more and I just had my students do the online lessons and it's not an option to not do the lessons if you want to be in my studio. Um, It was so like interesting to even see my little, you know, seven-year-olds. I'm like, okay, turn to page 24. And it's like, okay, if they can't turn to page 24, then this is really good for you to know. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, (laughs) daddy, grandma. Our child can't get to the page. That means they're not practicing. <laughs> right. Right. So there's so many benefits, I think, to this. And again, if you're if you want to be a working singer and a teacher, this is a great opportunity to explore how to be able to continue this in the future. Right. You don't have to be in person.
The last things I wanted to talk about were just like some fun things that or interesting things that you could do, um, which we've been talking so much about how to take advantage of of this time as a as a in your career. But um It's also recharge time. Yes. When do we really get a day off or let ourselves have a day off? Never. Of course I immediately go in my brain from the beginning of when this started to oh, why aren't they live streaming? And oh, I need to get my online content. I need to make a YouTube video. I need to do this. I need, oh my God. Like you can't do all of that. (laughs) Take some time for yourself. Take a bath. That's what I did. (laughs) Take a bath. (laughs) That works. Take a shower that didn't need to be five seconds long. (laughs) Right, right. Took a long shower. I let myself sleep in a little bit this morning. Um, uh, I saw a post from... I baked a cake last night. Yeah, baking <laughs> cakes. Because it's my birthday! Yay! Happy birthday! Uh, um, and I saw, like, Renee um, Dresner, who um, is a Philadelphia singer, did a whole Google Doc on doing a sta- sourdough bread starter. Right. So I'm going to look into that. My friend Karina is offering uh, free knitting lessons because she's like an amazing knitter. And because like she's like, I want everyone else to know how to knit and it'll be a good way for us to be in touch with each other. Yeah, that is such a good idea. Um, So whatever your passion project is, like you have the ability to to connect with people and just look for that. Yeah. To that end, I guess if you are interested in joining our community on Patreon, that is a place that we would love to connect with you and a place for you to get all these ideas out and uh, start whatever thing you want to start in this crazy time. We will, of course, as always, link all the things we talked about in the show notes. Look for us on our Instagram account as well. I'm sure we're going to be doing lots of like little videos and sharing stuff as much as we can in the coming weeks. Uh, community is going to be really important during this time. And even though it's not normally how we would connect as a community, you know, it's it's still going to be good. It'll be better than not. Don't yeah. be a hermit. It's how we connect <laughs> with our community anyway. Right. We always are online. Right. Uh, so we're excited for what's to come in season two. And uh, people have reached out about ideas that they've had for, for topics. So if yes. you have any ideas, let us know. Yeah, please send us our way. Um, and in the meantime, if you are, have come up with amazing ideas, uh, for what you're going to do to, to make this COVID quarantine work for you, like, please send it our way. We will happily share, um, the ideas with the, with the broader Instagram world. Um, the more we can do for each other in this time, I think is going to make it feel a lot easier than it otherwise would. Our hearts go out to everybody, especially those who are being affected financially and in positions of... Um, financial hardship, of course, health, health-wise, um, anyone affected in that way, stay well and stay positive and stay positive. Stay sane. You. Wash your hands. Wash your hands all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to my so-called opera life. We are here making this thing for you, and we appreciate our listeners so much. If you enjoy our podcast, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps others to get to know all about us. If you'd like to support our podcast, please join our Patreon community and you'll get access to things like Q&A sessions, uncut versions of our podcast, downloadable content, and lots of other cool stuff. 
Also, be sure to like, share, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas, or you just want to say a quick hello, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to info at mysocalledopperlife.com. And the next time you have a so-called opera life moment, use the hashtag mysocalledopperlife. We love to feature musicians like you. We love you. Bye.